Now's your chance to get caught up on all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. It's This Week in Tech with Gene Destro, driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Life is better with a Honda. Visit your local Northern Ohio Honda dealer today or online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Now, here's Gene Destro. This week, we're talking about online security, green energy, electric cars, and Netflix making a big splash on the big screen. All this and more coming up. Well, now that you've had a little bit of time to digest that Thanksgiving dinner, it's time to think about holiday shopping. And with that in mind, University of Akron cybersecurity expert Dr. John Nicholas has these tips to help keep you and your money safe as you shop till you drop online. New passwords uh, across the board. Back up your files. Make sure that you've installed all the security updates. Turn off your Wi-Fi auto-connect and your Bluetooth auto-connect because if you auto-connect to a rogue network walking through a mall or walking through a store or something like that, somebody can steal your information. And also, you're going to see a lot of ads right now on Twitter, on Facebook, just about everywhere. Before you impulse buy and go, boy, I, I think so-and-so would really like that product, verify you know that company is legit and where it is and the quality of their products. So do a little research that way. And also, of course, avoid all the phishing emails, which are going to say, here's a great new sale for this or 15% off or that or 20% off on that. Everybody is going to be using every angle they can to try to get you to click on a site and enter some information. So just take a breath and double check before you impulse buy. Excellent. Now, you talked a little bit about the auto connect feature. I know I don't have that enabled on my phone, but maybe some people do. So explain what that means. The auto connect feature on Wi-Fi is a setting in your Wi-Fi that you should turn off right now. And what that does is anytime uh, a network pops up that doesn't require you to authenticate, meaning to, to stop and enter some sort of a username and a password, your phone will automatically connect to that network. Now, sometimes it's just a public Wi-Fi and it's legitimate. Other times it's somebody sitting there with a rogue access point, which means you won't really ever get to the internet and as you're sitting there typing in your username and password over and over again trying to connect it's really just going to their database and then they have your username and password Speaking of concerns about online security, there was a lot of testimony during the recent impeachment inquiry hearings about foreign interference in our 2016 election, including the president's assertion that Ukraine was involved. But the president's own intelligence agencies say it was the Russians who hacked the 2016 elections. CBS's 60 Minutes took a closer look at a unit comprised of 12 Russian military officers who've been indicted for breaking into the Democratic Party's computers. Robert Anderson used to oversee the FBI's counterintelligence and cyber division. When we look at the attacks that happened during our presidential uh, races in 2016, you had military organizations inside of Russia attacking our infrastructure. Next, we have a couple of stories about advances in green energy. Construction of a new offshore wind farm in Lake Erie near Cleveland is close to getting final approval from the Ohio Power Siting Board. Lead co-spokesman Dave Karpinski says they believe they should have the green light sometime in January or February, and he tells us about their plans. 
So Icebreaker Wind is a demonstration offshore wind project that will be sited eight miles off the coast of Cleveland and Lake Erie. It will consist of six wind turbines that will generate about enough electricity for 7,000 homes. When you're standing on the shore of Lake Erie, it'll be about the size of your thumbnail on the horizon on a clear day. The idea is to kind of demonstrate offshore wind in the lake and based on the experience after building the demonstration project to then consider you know, vision for build out of a, of a larger industry here in the Great Lakes. If you get the go-ahead and if everything goes well with the pilot project, then how many turbines do you think that you might eventually build? And would they only be on Lake Erie or could it be something that you could build on all the Great Lakes? We don't have any, any specific plans yet because we're waiting you know, to see how this, how this goes and, and, to, and to learn what we need to learn from that. But we have a vision of you know, scalable, renewable energy coming from the lakes. And if you think about, about where we get our power from now, um, you know, the vast majority comes from fossil fuels, gas, and, and coal. Uh, and that's true for most of the Great Lakes states. So we think this is a great opportunity for all the Great Lakes states, uh, not just not just Lake Erie. So, um, you know, we would we, you know, the, the the possibilities are, are, I think, pretty exciting on on the size of an industry that could be built and the and the amount of energy that could be generated that would displace fossil fuel based energy. But it's hard to say exactly how many. I mean, those you know the turbines keep getting uh, higher capacity. So. If you'd have asked me 10 years ago, it would have been a lot more. Now the turbines are more efficient and they can capture more energy. Uh, that's going to continue to happen. So the number of turbines is a tough one to nail down. Next, he explains why they want to build it way out in the middle of the lake instead of on land. You first want to look at, well, what's the wind resource, meaning how, how intense does the wind blow? How much energy can you generate? And in this part of the state, our land-based wind resource is very, very low. That's why you don't see any utility-scale projects in northeast Ohio. You see a few in northwest Ohio, but the wind isn't even that great in that part of the state compared to places like Iowa, Oklahoma, Texas, which have vast amounts of wind energy. The resource we have on the lake is really strong, and it's about the same level as those states I just mentioned. So we have this great resource. So it's a matter of the resource we have in our backyard is in the lake. We don't have it on land. So how do we kind of take advantage of what we've been blessed with in this part of the state? And it's offshore wind. Now, there are a lot of other advantages as well. They're not in anybody's backyard, so there are all these property rights, you shed issues that people talk about. The other factor is offshore wind, in this case it's true, and, and it's a kind of a general benefit to offshore wind, is typically people, most of the world's population lives pretty close to water and shorelines. So if you're generating power closer to where it's being used, that's a more efficient electrical system. You have less losses, you have less big transmission lines that cut across people's property and across multiple states. So being able to use to generate the property close to where it's used is a big advantage as well. It's all about electric cars this week as Brian Cooley has the scoop on the latest and the greatest at the LA Car Show. Ford debuted the Mach E electric crossover that is related to the Mustang, sort of the way Porsche's Panamera is related to the 911. It's bigger in a way that's making enthusiasts nuts. The Mach-E is a pure battery crossover with 300 miles of range and a Tesla-like giant center screen. Now, over at Toyota, showgoers will see the RAV4 Prime. This is the first plug-in hybrid version of this hugely popular crossover with 302 horsepower to all four wheels, making it the second fastest thing Toyota builds. It can also go 39 miles on a charge before its gas engine kicks in. Neither of these debuts are exotic, and that's the point. Ford and Toyota are introducing cars that eschew the idea that a vehicle with a plug either includes sacrifice or involves exclusivity. 
high-tech cars and modern driving at CoolionCars.com. Well, we've all heard about health concerns regarding too much screen time for teens and adults, but now we're hearing about it in connection with babies as well. Jim Chenevy has more. Researchers from the U.S. National Institute of Child Health and Human Development found a typical infant gets about an hour a day of TV, computers, smartphones, tablets, and electronic games. And this screen time increases to more than 150 minutes by age three. Now, the American Academy of Pediatrics says kids under 18 months should not be exposed to screens at all. And at 18 to 24 months, screen time should be introduced gradually and limited to an hour a day until age five. Jim Chenevy. CBS News. There's a new twist on historic preservation in New York as Netflix makes a bold move onto the big screen. It's one of the oldest art movie houses in the U.S. and it's just been saved by Netflix. The Paris Theater, next to the Plaza Hotel and Bergdorf Goodman in the heart of Manhattan, closed in August after 71 years. Netflix announcing a lease agreement to keep it open, saying it plans to use the theater for special events and screenings. Many major movie theater chains have refused to deal with Netflix because it's become huge competition. The streaming giant has also been in a battle with traditional Hollywood over the Oscar eligibility requirements that films in contention run in regular theaters for a certain period of time. Matt Piper, CBS News, New York. And one more thing before we sign off. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, you can now send them in to us. Just go to WAKR.net and look for the latest edition of This Week in Tech, then scroll down to the comments section. Thanks for listening, and see you next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Life is better with a Honda. Visit your local Northern Ohio Honda dealer today or online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Tune in next week for more tech news and listen online at wakr.net.